Welcome to episode 25 of the unofficial Gilmore Girls podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Dave. And this week we're doing an episode recap of the episode from season 3, number 13, Dear Emily and Richard. And I know that you didn't really like this episode much because it was like a flashback episode, but uh-huh. I like the flashbacks and I think it was a good way to show what Lorelai went through when she found out she was pregnant with Rory and to actually see what happened and not just hear her version of the story and mm-hmm. to see how Emily and Richard reacted to everything. So, As a compromise, going back and rewatching it, I will title it okay. And that's it. It was okay. And and you know what? Watch the only another good thing that they did was the, you know the producer whoever was in charge of the, the director I suppose more specifically the fades between uh, current day Gilmore family and Gilmore family when Lorelai was sixteen I guess it'd be like early eighties the way they transitioned those like having when Lorelai was talking to her um, before dinner her and Emily were just talking to with each other what were they talking about. They were walking into the kitchen, and they walked around, and then Emily yeah. walks out, like she the was, 1983 Emily walks out. Right, whatever their conversation was, she's like, this is not over, and they walked into one door on the right, and then pan across the uh, fireplace, and then the door on the left of the dining room is where Emily comes out, and then now all of a sudden it's early 80s. So I, en- I enjoyed you know a transition like that. It was pretty nice. And also showing a filter of sorts or like a color difference so that you understood exactly, you know, that you what times or like what time period you were in. It that wasn't was nice. black and white, which was good because we know that it color, everything. Col- you know that color had been invented by right. Then. It yeah. wasn't like the 1920s when there's no such thing as color, and yeah. the movies were in black and white because the whole world was in black and white. You know, right. so yes. that was that was good of them to not have that black and white. Yeah. Very realistic that way. Just, just to share with people, I was under the impression when I was younger that color was invented by somebody. I had all the proof I needed. You know, films up until a certain point were in black and white, and then they turned into color. You thought a color was invented in the middle of The Wizard of Oz? I hadn't seen that movie yet. Oh. Maybe, yeah. Like, if I had seen that, I'd been like, oh, they must have been filming that, like, the you know, like the month before it was invented. And, and then, then Munchkin Land had color because that's when they right. found color. Yes. I mean, I had all the proof, like like I said, all the parent, you know, like the pictures of my grandparents and like my parents when they were really young were all in black and white. I I was under the impression that color didn't exist then. That's cute. Well, cute or dumb, one of the two. I have to say, cute. Oh, there's that website. I'll I'll pull it up. I think it's called I used to believe dot com. Yeah, that's a pretty good website. It tells like everything that you used to believe as a kid. It was pretty cool. I spent a couple hours on there reading through those. Like there was one guy that believed that that sound that old like uh crt tvs make when they come on that like really high-pitched whine he thought that he was the only person in the room that could hear it and that he had a superpower that he was able to hear electricity (laughs) (laughs) stuff like that's funny so this episode started out at um, friday night dinner right they're having their little drinks before dinner actually and rory and lorelei are telling emily and richard how they're planning her they're after Rory's after graduation trip to Europe. They're going to backpack across Europe and stay in hostels. And Emily and Richard think that it's a joke. And they're like, you're not going to stay in those places. Oh, well, we'll go with you. You know, let's let's start planning today. And then they're like, you're not going to stay there. It's really dangerous. And they just try to talk them out of it. And, and the first flashback that Lorelai has is looking through one of her mom's Europe travel planning books 
the exact same book that it, she, I think, is also in present day. Like, it, they should, it finds its way. It's still in the house. Emily had mailed it to her. Mailed it to her. It's like, you know, uh, Travel of Europe, 1978 or something. And she's remembering reading that book the day that Rory was conceived, we think. It's a, it's alluded um, or suggested. Young Lorelai and young Christopher come home to Emily and Richard's house after school, and they've got their little private school uniforms on, and mm. now, they realize that nobody's home, and then they make a drink, and Christopher tells Lorelai how he's going to backpack across Europe after high school and you know, take a year off before he starts college and wants her to go with him. And mm-hmm. she's like, here, here, and all that. And then they start making out. And right. then the next thing you know, the next flashback they have is of Lorelai getting dressed for her debutante ball pictures, her coming out pictures, right. and the dress doesn't fit. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the whole time Emily's, like, cursing the, the seamstress who obviously got the measurements wrong. And then she's like, put on your sweats and run around the block. You're going to fit in the next dress if it kills me. <laughs> and then after she leaves the room, Lorelai realizes, oh, crap, I must be pregnant. Mm-hmm. And this is like three months later. Well, no, she had tried on the the dress had been measured three months before. So who knows right. how much later it was after the scene with Christopher. The Christopher they used wasn't very good. Yeah, they tried, they tried their hardest to get people to look the one for Lorelai. You, it's believable, you know what I mean. But the hair Chris, and the attitude. Christopher, I don't know that 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 young actor must have just known somebody who knew somebody and got on the gig because yeah. he didn't look anything like Christopher. The real Christopher, I think, is pretty good looking. This guy just like goofy. So. Plus, they might not have spent like too much time like scouring the nation for some kid that looked like Chris. Why not? Well, because they don't have the time or the money. They should. Oh yeah, it's that important to keep us it keep it realistic. It's very confusing. Now speaking of Christopher and young Lorelai sitting on the couch, and she kept saying, "What was it here, here?" Yeah, like, for the drinks being made. Then it flashes back to Rory and Lorelai reading the book, and Rory says, "Here, here," yeah. like in the same scene, pretty much. That, that was, was pretty kinda, funny. That was cool. I like how they kind of tied those two together verbally. That was interesting. And then she keeps having flashbacks of getting pregnant and all that because Sherry's. C-section is coming up. Sherry, the mother of Christopher's second child, Georgia, or Gigi, as she's going to be called. Rory gets an invitation to the C-section because, you know, they have it all planned out and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, then at the last minute, she screwed up. And (laughs) as her friend Maureen said, and is having the baby a week early. Uh And Rory gets the phone call at school. And Maureen's like, you're in school, right? Can you reschedule school? (laughs) Can you just reschedule that? (laughs) Because we really need you there. Because apparently all her friends were busy working. And ended up Rory was the only person there with Sherry at the time. Because Christopher was traveling back and wasn't able to make it. They didn't think he was going to make it. So you see... Lorelai having these flashbacks because she's thinking, because Sherry's about to have her baby in, so it's helping her remember what it was right. like. step by step. It's mm-hmm. all kind of coming back to her, right? Especially when uh, Rory calls her and says, I'm going to have to be in the delivery room with her. I can't do this. Because you know how Rory is around pregnant people? Mm-hmm. Even when Suki was pregnant, she had to like leave because she couldn't handle the thought of her like, having her baby right there. Right. So Lorelai drops everything she's doing. Well, she's at Friday night dinner with Emily. Just right, and she's just like, okay, where, what hospital? I'll be right there. And she just gets up and leaves. And Emily's like, you're about to go and be by the side of your ex-boyfriend, or you know what, your your daughter's father's, father's girlfriend's pregnancy. And she was like, 
yes, because Roy wants me to be there. I'm going to be there. And she's like, I don't think it's appropriate. But then she's like, well, tough. I'm going. <laughs> and that, that's cool because it shows that, that Lorelai will do just about anything for her daughter. You know what I mean? Right. So then she shows up and later on Christopher shows up, thank goodness, so that she doesn't have to be in the room. through the living room at the time. But then with the flashbacks, the next scene we see is Christopher and Lorelai's parents arguing over what to do with the child and Lorelai. And Christopher's mom suggests that they send her. Lorelai Wade. Yeah. Isn't there a place to send girls like her? And Emily's like pissed at them. And I'm it's really like, proud well, of it. And I'm really yes. proud of Emily right there. They're very good parents. And she said, you better choose your words carefully. She said, what do you mean girls like her? Right. <laughs> Especially because they were like, well, Christopher's young and he's got his whole future ahead of him. And they acted like Lorelai didn't have her whole future ahead of her. And that Christopher was just, you know, an innocent stand, you know, bystander. bystander. Yeah, like he had nothing to do with it. They were trying to make... Lorelai out to be some kind of Jezebel that would just, you know, obviously bombarded their son with all these emotions and tricked him into getting her pregnant or something Even like that. Even though they'd been, you know, friends their whole lives pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, and then, um, what is Christopher's dad's name? I always forget. It's something kind of different. Herb? No, it's like, it starts with an S. Anyway. Stu? No, it's like t- two syllables. I don't uh. remember. It's not that important, I guess. No. Anyway, he suggests that she gets rid of the baby, and Emily's like, that's not going to happen. And then Richard stands up because he looks so sh- – oh, Richard. He, Edward Herman does such a good job in that scene because he just looks so stressed out. And he stands up, and he's like, they will get married, and Christopher will come work at my firm. And that was decided. And then you see Lorelai and Christopher on the stairs, and they're like, yeah, it's our lives, and thanks for asking us what you want us to do. And that's Talking Lor- amongst themselves, not right. to their parents, right? Right, and that's Lorelai saying that. But Christopher's like, no, they need to work it out. They're, you know, they have a lot of decisions to make. And I, I agree. I think they were doing the right thing by getting married and me living here. And she's like, it's just very opposite of what he had said before about taking a year off before college and backpacking across Europe. And now he wants to get married just because it's his obligation, he thinks. And Lorelai is very against that. So, which we obviously know that. Mm -hmm. And then later on, you see her having contractions in her bedroom. And then she shows up at the hospital by herself, about to go into labor. And she just written a note to Emily and Richard (laughs) said, dear mom and dad, I'm going into labor. See you later. Something like that. (laughs) That's exactly what it said. That was hilarious. Cause they're like, Oh, it's kind of like, I'm going to the mall. I'll be back in a little while. She said, you do not leave a letter that says I'm pregnant. Going to the hospital. See you later. <laughs> you say, Mom, I'm going into labor. Get me to the hospital now, damn it. <laughs> yeah, please, please, I need a ride. <laughs> I just remember she threw a damn it in there, which is very out of character for Emily. Yeah. And then she, Emily was like yelling at her the whole time they were wheeling her into the delivery room. But, but going backtracking a couple of steps, when Lorelai checked herself in, in the emergency room, the 16-year-old in her kicked in because she had her Walkman and she started playing... 99 uh, Love Balloons. Yeah, I forget who who plays that. But that was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there are a couple flashbacks. There's like the next flashback after having Rory is, I guess she's been living with Richard and Emily for a year. Rory's a year old, and Emily and Richard get another note, which apparently is the one that said that Lorelai's moving out because you see Emily in tears, and we know that 
Lorelai went to the Independence Inn to work as a maid after that. So right, they 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 don't they don't need to cover a lot of that because it's already been ex- explained in previous episodes. But you get to see Emily's real reaction. Right. That she's not the cold-hearted person that everybody thinks that she is. Right. And then in real time, in the I guess like in the current present time, Sherry has her baby and. Christopher shows Lorelai Gigi in the nursery, and he's like, oh, isn't she perfect? And Lorelai's like, Rory was perfect, but she comes a close second. Right. Because it's hard on her, and she remembers there's, oh, there was one more flashback. That's right. Young Lorelai and Christopher standing in front of the nursery looking at Rory. Oh, that's right. And And Christopher's like, I guess we should get married. Yeah. That was really romantic, let me tell (laughs) you. I mean, I can't believe why the girl didn't just... Like start screaming up and down for joy because that was, that was pretty emotional. Not you know I mean he was like oh I guess we should get married and she was thinking are you crazy so I th- I just thought it was a really cool episode. It was probably good maybe if like a new viewer caught that episode they were able to understand a lot of what happened because of it. It's a sure. good way to catch up. Yeah, if anybody came in during season three. That would really bring him up to speed would, would be that flashback. With the relationship episode. with Emily and Richard and Christopher mm-hmm. and being a single mom and all that. So, oh, no, I just really enjoyed it. I liked seeing the young Lorelai and Christopher. So, And uh, Christopher's dad's name is Strobe. Yeah. Strobe. 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 S-T-R-A-U-B. Strobe. Strobe. I knew it was kind of different. Yeah. Mom's name was Francine. Yeah. Strobe and Francine. Mm-hmm. That's it. Hayden, right? Their last name? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That is correct. And keep in mind, by the way, that Sherry and Christopher never get married. Her last name is Tinsdale or Tisdale. Tisdale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you you made it. You made an interesting uh, observation while we were watching it, and that was the way they depicted uh, Sherry before the baby, and then or like earlier when they first started dating, and then now when she was actually in the uh, hospital. She was really, she was in the, like about to go into labor, and she was more concerned with like letting all of her clients know she was going to have to reschedule and faxing some important documents over to them like right then, getting ready to make copies in the hospital and fax, mm-hmm. finding a fax machine. We're talking about how this baby's inconveniencing her because it's coming early. And, and she had it all stuff. scheduled out. At 6 right. p.m. next Friday, the C-section was supposed to happen and so i just remember when we first are introduced to sherry i think it's back when rory and paris have their debate at chilton and christopher brings sherry and then later on sherry and rory go out on their like to the movies and dinner by themselves and rory fills lorelei in on what sherry's all about and sherry tells her that she's only had a couple of serious relationships and that she's ready to have a baby and she's gotten to the point that she doesn't has decided she'll do it as a single parent if she needs to. Right, and that that's a stark difference between the two. And then now you see Sherry realizing that hey, this kid is gonna mess with my career, and then she ends up leaving Christopher with Gigi to go to Europe for her career. Right. So are, are it's we? Not to, very, it's not very. It's not consistent at all. Are we? Are we to believe that she just? said that and that was her frame of mind at the time and then reality hit and she realized that she was a different person because of the birth of the baby or did maybe the writers change in between when they first started dating and and she had the baby i don't know that it is it is a inconsistency but i wonder if that's a, a natural if it was a natural thing for the character to change her mind they should have had a moment 
where she changed her mind. Right. You know what I mean? Or she should have said, oh, I used to believe that I really wanted to do this or, you know, and I was even going to do it on my own as a single mother. But now I see it as a, in a different light. Something like that. Just like a little, that, that was like one sentence and they could have transitioned and made it more believable. Well, going along with that, our character analysis next week is going to be about Christopher, Sherry, and Gigi. So if you have any insight on that, please email us, and we'll possibly mention it on next week's episode. Or if you have any favorite Christopher and Sherry or Gigi moments um, from the past six seasons, email those to us as well, and we might mention those on the episode. Um, We are having a trivia question this week, and this one, I don't know if you can find it on the Internet. So I hope that people actually have to go back and watch the episode and it takes a little longer to answer it. So like we said before, Maureen, Sherry's friend who called Rory to come to the hospital because she was going into labor, mentioned that Sherry screwed up. Yes, she did. Numerous times. Because the baby was was being born early, ahead of schedule. Right. She's this, like, this is obviously her fault, you know. <laughs> so how many times did Maureen say throughout the episode that Sherry screwed up or that it was a screw up? How many times was that was screw and Sherry mentioned in there like that she screwed up with the baby? And hopefully you will have to go back and watch it, and we won't have any answers tonight. I'll be excited if it actually takes a day. Please. It'll be like 20 minutes into the podcast. I'll just start hearing boop, boop, boop in my mailbox, I tell you what. But if you are the first person to answer correctly. What do they win? They will win Season 5 of Gilmore Girls on DVD. Dude, that is awesome. And if you win, we will email you and let you know that you've won. And you'll need to email us back with your address and your first and last name. Because we can't mail it without a name. So that's pretty important. And if once we have a winner, we'll put a post up on our website that we've got a winner. And if you haven't had a chance to look up the answer, you won't have to waste your time because you're not going to win. That's pretty easy. Just put the subject DVD in your email. and You can email either one of us. Yep. I'm Dave at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. And I'm Alicia at GilmoreGirlsPodcast.com. A-L-I-C-I-A. I've noticed some comments on the like the feedback page that people have tried to tell us stuff but they didn't know our email address but we say it every episode so if you listen to the show you should have our email address yeah i don't know maybe they didn't get to the the very end of the episode where we actually say what our email is hmm. i don't know and if you click on the little telephone on our website goodworkgirlspodcast.com it's got them written there right i don't, I don't think i made them clickable links but i also i did that on purpose because i don't want a bunch of spam right so. But you can also, if you click on the telephone on our website, you can leave us a voicemail message. And what's that phone number, David? The phone number is area code 260-918-0459. Or you can leave us an audio. Click on the button on our website that says send me an audio. Or you can always leave a comment or feedback on the listener's feedback page. And thank you guys for listening um, again, next week, we're going to discuss Christopher, Sherry, and Gigi and the actors who play them. Thanks for listening, guys, and make sure to tune in next week. In closing, we're going to leave you with a voicemail message that we received from one of our fans, Laura. Hey, guys, this is Laura from Manhattan, New York, and I just wanted to tell you how much I absolutely love your podcast. I think it's hilarious, and you guys have so much info that I always like to hear from Gilmore Girls. 
and I love hearing little trivia, and I love answering the questions, because I always get them right. It's so much fun listening, and you guys are also the cutest couple, because you're always, like, fighting, and it's really cute, but you always make up. So I just wanted to thank you so much for doing such an awesome podcast, and tell you that I love the show. Okay, thanks. Bye.